Parak Bey's Mishnah Ches. The Mustruos Levanos. They were pictures of the moon. Hayulol Rabban Gamliel. Rabban Gamliel, who was the Nasi of the Sanhedrin in Yavne. He had these pictures of the moon. The Tavla Ubekosal Ba'alyaso. He had them on a tablet that was set up in the, on the wall of his attic. And that's where he would interrogate the witnesses. Shebehen Mare Esahadiotos. And with these images, he would show the, uh, witnesses that would come, and if the witnesses didn't understand the questions they were asking in the previous Mishnah, he would show them the images and say, was the moon like this? Was the moon like this? We Omer, he would say to each witness, Hakazara Isa O Kazah. Did you see the moon like this? Or did you see the moon like that? Okay. Maisa, there was a story. Shabbat Ushnai and the two witnesses came. Ra'amru and they said, Re'inuhu. We saw the new moon on the 29th day of the month. Shachris ben Mizrach in the morning in the east, va'arvis b'marav, and then in the evening in the west. Meaning in the morning they saw it in the, in the, in, in the, when the sun was rising by Nates, when the sun was rising they saw it in the east, and then in the evening they saw it in the west. Amor Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri said, Eidei Shekahim, they're liars. It's impossible to see the sun in the morning in the east, uh, the moon in the morning in the east, and then in the evening in the west. They must be liars. But Kshibol Yavne, they came to Yavne, where Rabbi Gamliel was the Nasi on the Sanhedrin there, and he was an expert in uh, the renewal of the month with the moons, and he had all these images, he had all these pictures. When they came to him, Kibbutz Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel accepted their testimony and said that it was true, that they must have seen the moon on the 29th day. Uh, he reasoned like this. He said that it must be that they saw it on the 29th day in the evening in the West, okay, because he knew, according to the Cheshbon, that that's, you know, during that time of year, that's where the moon should be. And it's possible that they talk, they really saw it over there. Ah, they said that they saw it in the morning in the east. And believe me, all hell, that maybe they were just making a mistake, and, you know, it was a cloudy day, and they thought the clouds were the moon, something like that. But really, that testimony should be correct, because he was an expert in the renewal of the new moon, and he knew that that time of year, you know, with those kind of, you know, with those kind of clouds, etc., etc., he knew that the moon had to be in the west, and therefore accepted their testimony. Va'od ba'ushnayim, then another two Adam came, Va'amru, and they said, who we saw the new month, the, the new moon, Bismano, this, this time on the 30th day, Ubileli Bura, but then on the 31st day, lo near, we didn't see it, Right? So they say we saw on the 30th day, uh, the 30th night, I'm sorry, Leil Shloshim, the 30th night, but we didn't see it on the 31st night. And yet, the Kiblan Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel sanctified the new month on the 30th day, just like the witnesses that testified that they saw on the 30th night, but not on the 31st night. I, they said they didn't see it on the 31st night. How is that possible, right? If they didn't see it on the 31st night, there's got to be some kind of, you know, falsehood over here. So, so too, Rabbi Gamliel reasoned that the moon, according to the Cheshbon and his calculation, that it was supposed to be on the 30th night, and that what the Adam are saying is correct. And therefore, he believed them. And that which they didn't see on the 31st night could be that it was cloudy, they didn't see it, and therefore he accepted their, their, their testimony. Amr Rabbi Dosa ben Harkanas, Rabbi Dosa ben Harkanas says, No, they're liars. It's impossible. They saw the moon one night, and they didn't see it the other night. It's like saying that a woman, you know, give birth on Sunday, and then on Monday she's pregnant again. How's that possible? So to over here, he says, how's it possible to believe them? It's impossible to believe them. So Rabbi Dosef and Harkin has said that, no, their testimony is false. It can't be. It's impossible. 
Amalar Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua said to Rabbi Dorst, to, to Rabbi Dosa, Rowan, yes, Bracha, I agree with you. It's impossible, you know, for, for them to see it on the 30th evening, not on the 31st evening. And I don't agree with Rabbi Gamaliel, and I agree with you, Rabbi Dosa. Okay, that's it for Mishnah Chas. And comes out according to Rabbi Dosa and Rabbi Yeshua, who agrees to him, that that renewal of the new month then would have been on the 31st. Because if they're not accepting their testimony, we look at it as if they didn't come at all. And when no way them come at all, we always go by the 31st and not by the 30th. Okay. With that in mind, we'll do Mishnah Tess and finish the parak over here. Okay, so here's a nice story. Mishnah Tess. Shalach lo Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel sent a message to Rabbi Yoshua. And he said, Go zarni alecha. I'm making a gzira and an acne on you. Shetavu etzli. That you should come to me. Bima with your stick. Bima osecha. And with your money belt. Biyom hakipurim. On yom kippur. That falls out on your cheshbon. Meaning, Rabbi was upset at Rabbi Yoshua that he argued on him. And he said, if you're so confident then that the new one should be renewed according to your calculation and not mine, then I want you to come, now I want you to come, um, on, come to me with your stick and with your money belt. The stick, you know, normal, your stick is, you shouldn't be carrying and your money belt as much as you shouldn't be holding your money belt. And I want you to come on the Yom Kippur that you calculate to show you that you're wrong. And this is very hard for Yeshua because he held that, you know, his Yom Kippur was when his Yom Kippur should fall out. And Rabbi Gamaliel said that no, you have to come with your stick that you shouldn't be carrying on Yom Kippur and your money belt that you shouldn't be carrying on Yom Kippur to me on your Yom Kippur to show you that what you did was wrong and I'm right. And they explain over here that he made this gzair on Rabbi Yeshua and not Rabbi Dosa who also argued on Rabbi Gamaliel because Rabbi Yeshua was the Av Bezdin, he was the leader of the Bezdin and Rabbi Gamaliel was concerned that maybe some people are going to start following him and make a whole follow- following against Rabbi Gamaliel. Uh, or because Rabbi Dosa was a Zakin Muflog, an exceptional uh, Torah scholar, so he didn't want to bother him. Uh, or they say that Rabbi Dosa ended up accepting Rabbi Gamaliel's ruling, whereas Rabbi Shua didn't. So this is why he was, you know, uh, quote-unquote, picking on Rabbi Shua, not Rabbi Dosa. Halachu Mutsao Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva went and then found Rabbi Yeshua. Mitzar, that he was in pain. That Rabbi Gamaliel made this kazair on him. It was, it was a shameful thing. Amolo, Rabbi Akiva said to Rabbi Yeshua, Yeshli Lilmod, I have to, to reprove you. That anything that Rabbi Gamil did is done. And even if he made a mistake and sanctified the new month the wrong way, at the end of the day, his words are fulfilled. Why? Shinamar, as the Pasuk says, Elam Mawadi Hashem, these are the Yom Tovim of Hashem, Mikra'i Kodesh, they are called holy, Ashatiku'u Osam, that they should be called in their appropriate times. Meaning the Yom Tovim in the months should be uh, uh, called down at the appropriate times. This is the Pasuk they will learn out to renew the new month. And the Torah says that we, we depended upon the calling of the Beisden, right? That means the Beisden makes a ruling, whether they made it a correct ruling or they made an incorrect ruling. We follow Beisden. We don't contradict Beisden. We only have the Elam Tovim in the new months that Beisden uh, sets up. Not that we, who may think are smarter, set up. So he rebuked him and said, you, should, you know, you should be listening to Rebbe Gamliel. Ba'alor, then Rabbi Shua came, Eitzel Rabbi Dosa ben Harkinas. He came to Rabbi Dosa ben Harkinas, who was the one that argued on Rabbi Gamliel. Right? And he also said that they were false witnesses, just like uh, uh, Rabbi Yeshua. Amar lo, Rabbi Dosa said to Rabbi Yeshua, Imban anuladin, if we went to court, after we went to court, after the court, Shalom Gamliel. Yeah, we took his, his court to court, that we think that he made a mistake and, and, and said the wrong ruling. Then if we were to do that, 
would have to take the court. Every single court. That stood from the times of Moshe Rabbeinu all the way until now. Because once you're going against one court, you're really going against the whole philosophy. You're going against everybody. And because that's impossible, you see that we're wrong and that we have to agree with what Rabbi Gamil is, is, is saying. Shinemra, he quotes a Pasuk of Ya'al Moshe Ba'aron, Nadav Aviu, Veshiva Mizikni Yisrael. That Moshe Aaron, Nadav Aviu, and the 70 elders of Kleisol, they went up. So what is this referring to? So it says, Moshe Why don't we mention the names of the 70 elders? See Moshe, Aaron, Nadav and Aviu, Aaron's sons. Why don't we say the 70 elders' names? Ella, Lalame, this is coming to teach us. Shakalish, Loshish, Loshish, any three groups of Torah scholars. Sha'amdu Bezin that set up a court, set up a Bezin, Ali Saul over Klai Saul. Harehu Kabezdina Shal Moshe, they're on the same level as Moshe Rabbeinu. From the fact that we're not mentioning the 70 names of these elders, we see from here that they're on the same level as Moshe Rabbeinu, and therefore we can't argue on these people, right? Uh, they explain over here that each generation, in the times of Yerubavel, Gidon was the ruler, um, like Moshe was in his days. In the times of Dan, Shimshon was the ruler, like Aaron was in his days. Uh, Yiftach was the ruler, like Shmuel was in his days, etc., etc. So each generation sets up their own court, and they're the leaders, and we can't argue on them. It's like we wouldn't argue over Moshe and Aaron. So once Rabbi, once Rabbi Yoshua heard that even Rabbi Dosa, who had argued, is accepting the ruling of Rabbi Gamliel, Natal he had to take his, his stick, Uma Osav, and his money, Biado in his hand, Vahalach, and he went Liyavne Tiyavne, Eitzav Rabbi Gamliel, Tu Rabbi Gamliel, Biyom Shechal Yomaki Promaliot Becheshbono, on the day the Yom Kippur fell out, according to his calculation, here he has to totally contradict what he held, because he had to fulfill what Rabbi Gamliel's Gezeri is upon him. And when he got there, Amr Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Gamliel got up, Unashak, and he kissed him, Arosho, on his head. Amr Rabbi Gamliel said to Yeshua, Bo Bishalom, come in peace. Rebbe Vitalmidai, my Rebbe, my master, and Talmidai, my student. Rebbe, you're my master, Bechachma, in wisdom. He said that you're my master in wisdom. Here, Gamliel is giving the accolade to Rabbi Yeshua. And Vitalmidai, you're my student. Shekibalt Estevari, that you accepted my words. And the Gemara explains over here that once Rabbi Gamliel saw Rabbi Yeshua, he got up from his, from his chair, he kissed him on his head, and he said, you know, peace is to you, my, my master and my student. You're my master because you taught me Torah in public. You're my student because I made a gzera on you and you fulfilled it. And Ashri Hadar, praiseworthy as a generation, Shahagadol and Nishman Laktan, that the, the older people are listening to the younger people. All the more so that the younger people will be listening to the older people. Rabbi Gamil was very impressed that Yeshua didn't make a fuss and he listened to what he had to do and he did what he had to do. He did what he had to do. Um, and therefore, Rabbi Gamil, you know, appeased Rabbi Yeshua. The only reason why I made this whole gzair on you because I, I was worried that there shouldn't be two Torahs and then there'll be, you know, disputes and different groups of Kali, so everyone's going to separate. We have to all be, you know, in unity as one. And he was so happy that he listened to his gzairah and he came and he humbled himself and, um, and that's the end of the story. And that wraps up Parak Bays. All right.